Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yeah, I mean, there are so many people who, who believe that America's over, that this, this country's over, that it, it all started to go to hell when they, when they took God out of public schools. It came up on the show yesterday, so I, I thought we'd do a little more in investigating in, into that and uh, talk a little bit more about that, because it's it's really it, it's just it's too simplistic to believe that the removal of school-led prayers from public schools is what really sent this country in the direction that it it has been going in. It, it's 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 really irrational to blame the state of America today on the removal of school-led prayers from public schools, but that's the, the mindset of, of a lot of people. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. I'm sorry to hear the, uh, the Fallberg Brewery is going to be uh, closing down in, uh, in New Orleans East, and so a lot of people are going to be uh, you know, out, of a, out of a job. Gail Benson apparently sold a majority stake of the, uh, the brewery to Alabama-based brewer made by, wa- made by the water. And so they, um, apparently they're going to take over the, the, the brewing of, uh, of, of Fallberg, but you know, I don't know. It's it's it seems like the the competition with beers. I, I'm not a, a beer drinker. I've 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 tried to be, but I've just I'm I'm not. Um, it seems like uh, th- with the craft beers uh, available in so many places and s- just so many great local beers, it seems like that's an area that's really hard to uh, hard to compete in. Have you ever tried uh, Fallberg? Oh yeah, beer? yeah. Is, I, it, is it good? Yeah, my theater company sometimes has uh, like events out at the brewery. You know, it's very it's a it's a great beautiful facility to you know yeah. bring bring your kids and uh, we're gonna miss that. Um, it is it is difficult to get there i will say that like i always kind of wondered you know it's a great place to brew the beer but if you're gonna sell the beer retail and like invite families to come over and hang out on the lawn you could probably find a place that's a little bit more geographically convenient well, than it, where it was over when you come in, across in the, the high rise it looks like it's right there no it's a pain in the butt you, you can see it <laughs> yeah. but to actually like follow the twisting roads to get there yeah. you mean people get lost easily I, I think people expected, too, that Foberg would be okay because you can you can sell that at the Dome. You know, I would think that Gail Benson would have some sort of right to exclusivity or something. I mean, you know, they sell all kinds of different brands of beer at the Superdome, but I, I figured there would be some sort of synergy there yeah. with her owning the Saints and also owning the brewery. But, uh, yeah, private equity firms, man, this is what they do. Yeah, I guess things are, are, are changing. So, womp womp. anyway, yeah, sorry, sorry, to hear about, uh, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it sucks. Um, so, there's a problem with, with fights at uh, Ponchatoula High School. And so, you know, people are obviously uh, upset about that. And it's, you know, it's, it's a shame that, that people think they can go to school and just, you know, start a fight. And th- th- this is not an inner city school. 
This is Ponchatoula High School, which is just a reminder that this kind of mentality exists everywhere now, not just in the inner city. But, you know, I remember uh, East Jefferson when I was going to East Jefferson High School. There, there were fights at school. I was never involved in any. I always stayed out of the way. I, d- I don't remember seeing that many, but you heard about more than you actually saw. And then when we went to, like, the, uh, the East Jeff-West Jeff game, uh, you know, there was always, uh, always talk about, hey, man, you know, people are going to have switchblades. Because, see, we didn't have guns back then. We, we had switchblades. And well, I didn't have one, but that's what uh, some of the, the tough people, tough people had. But, you know, I, I hear about this and it's it's really disturbing. And you, you see about you see some of these fights at school and they're, they're bigger than fights used to be. I mean, the fights at East Jefferson back in, in those days, they weren't big fights. Uh, you know, just like a couple of people fighting and that was it. But these are like, you know, brawls. Uh, get, a lot of people get involved in it. But, it, you know, again, I remind you, this is not an inner city school. This is a Ponchatoula High School. Oh, and video from that Carnival cruise ship shows that this, this passenger from down on the bayou, a Tyler Barnett, he jumped overboard at 1.40 in the morning, Monday morning, jumped overboard. They've got video of him jumping overboard. Now, that's suicide. I mean, at 1.30 in the morning, you know, you're in the, the dark waters of the Gulf of Mexico, and you're going to jump overboard? you think there's any chance they're going to find you? I mean, I guess a slight chance. I think the Coast Guard started looking again when they f- realized where he had, where he had uh, jumped off. But, I mean, I don't know what, maybe alcohol was involved. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but did something come over this guy where he, like, maybe dared himself to do it and he, and he did it? Or was it, uh, was it suicide? Just a strange, you know, once in a while you hear about somebody falling overboard but you don't often hear about people jumping overboard, and it's just really strange. Seems kind of suicide-y, I'm afraid, yeah, if you it, ask me. Yeah, it does. And if that's the case, it's a shame because yeah. I think the guy was like 20, 20 years old. Yeah, young 20 guy. years old, yeah. Oh, so really sad that somebody reaches that point in their life where that's a consideration. But, you know, out of respect for the, the family, I don't want to go any further in um, talking about this, but... Um, it, this is about 30 miles southwest of, of Southwest Pass in the, in, the, in the Gulf of Mexico. Hey, Brandon Ingram uh, and rookie uh, Jordan Hawkins uh, had uh, a good game, and uh, Zion Williamson had two alley-oops and 19 points, and the Pelicans beat the Mavs last night. That's, uh, that's good news. So, okay, we heard it on the show yesterday, and we hear it all the time. This country started going to hell when they took God out of, out of public schools. They didn't take God out of public schools. And I really hate talking about this, and I, I wrote a blog about this, and the blog goes along with a conversation that we had with one of our semi-regular callers, Janice, yesterday. Um, she called in, and we had a conversation about this elementary school in Lebanon, Connecticut, that next month is going to start a new after-school club, the After School Satan Club. And obviously, people are outraged, but you know, the After School Satan Club, it, it's it's... They use Satan to get the attention of people because it's not about that. They're not teaching devil worshiping. I, I did a little research on the, um, the satanic temple that Lucian Graves is head of. And you would be shocked at what they actually teach at the uh, satanic temple. But I know a lot of people are not going to want to take the time to look it up and you're going to want to believe what you want to believe. I, look, they're, they're using the word Satan and satanic as kind of as a, as a gimmick in a way. 
I, you know, I don't approve of that because it does lend itself to people believing that it's, it's satanic. But I, I want to be clear about this, and this is why I hate talking about this kind of stuff on the show. It's not fair when I am just being totally honest, and yet people don't really actually listen. Not once did I ever promote an after-school Satan club. I simply brought up the point that if you invite Christianity, if you invite Christianity into the government, into public schools, for example, then you would also legally have to welcome in a satanic club or a Muslim club or a Jewish club or a Hindu club. So when people want to push for Christianity in school, I don't know that they really understand the ramifications of, of doing that. And this was a lively conversation with Janet. It, it's, it's on our, Janice, it's on our website at www.com. It's also on the Scoot on the Air Facebook page. And if you haven't joined me on Facebook, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you uh, join us. And I would love to get your comments and your posts to some of the videos that we, that we post. It's really an extension of our radio show here on, on WWL. And, um, you know, there are some boneheads who, who love to post. And I would love to have your voice and your post countering some of those posts and responding to them. So if you haven't done it yet, I invite you to join me, Scoot on the Air uh, Facebook. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire up the uh, Scoot on the Air Instagram account um, uh, really soon. So, look, let's, let's take a break here. And when, when we come back, I, I want to talk about this, this idea that America started going to hell when they took God out of school. Did they really take God out of schools? And can you look at that one moment in 1962 when the Supreme Court ruled that schools could no longer lead prayers in public schools? Is that the moment that America really turned, suddenly made a wrong turn? There are people who believe that. We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Scoot on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You think this country's going to hell? Honestly, do you think it started when they took God out of public schools? 
Many Americans have been convinced that this country started going to hell when the government took prayers out of public schools. If America's moral compass is pointing in the wrong direction today, is it because of the removal of prayers from public schools? And they didn't remove prayer from public schools. They removed the school-led prayers. Contrary to the widely held conclusion that the federal government took prayers out of, out of public schools, that's not a reality. In reality, the Supreme Court ruling in June of 1962 simply banned public schools, a government entity, from leading the students in prayer. The Supreme Court ruling did not ban students from praying, only the schools from deciding on what prayer to lead. And that's the question, what prayer to lead. This is a controversy that is not new. In the 18th, 19th, and early 20th centuries, all public schools began the school day with a prayer or a Bible reading led by teachers. Some Catholics objected to these prayers, Catholics objected to these prayers, because they considered the prayers to be too Protestant. In 1890, the Wisconsin Supreme Court sided with the Catholics' objection over the, the use of the King James Bible in public schools. That case in 1890 demonstrates that the main problem with school-led prayers is really who's going to determine what prayers can be recited in school and which version of the Bible will be used. That's similar to the controversy today. Who decides what prayer is, is recited? And yesterday we were talking about a, a Christian after-school club. If you could have a Christian after-school club, then you have to open that up to other clubs. And that's what these people are trying to point out with the Satan after-school club. To believe that removing prayers from public schools ruined America is to suggest that allowing school-led prayers now would somehow restore America. And that's just a, a naive premise. It's not that simple. If removing prayers led us to this problem, then let's just put the prayers back. Is that going to change anything? I don't think so. Blaming the removal of school-led prayers from public schools fits the narrative that the government is systematically removing God, and in particular Christianity, from America. Social media helps spread this conclusion that this country began heading in the wrong direction because of the removal of prayers from schools. But there was so much more going on in America leading up to the 1962 Supreme Court decision. In the mid to late 1950s, America was experiencing significant changes as a result of a period of economic prosperity. The baby boomer generation was created by families that decided to have more children. There was an exodus to the suburbs because it was easier and cheaper to buy a house in the suburbs. Mortgages could be, uh, could be gained through Federal Housing Administration uh, uh, grants. And there was a new affluence in America. This was in the late 50s and early 60s. Before the decision to take prayer out of public schools, there was a, a growing affluence in America. Economic growth led to more jobs, and even women began to join the workforce. That trend in the late 50s was the beginning of women feeling empowered, and along with segregationists, losing the battle to keep the races separated. The great social changes were already occurring before 1962. The role entertainment played in American society also changed in the 1950s, and by the early 1960s, television in particular was a new force that captured the attention and the imagination of Americans. 
that was also the beginning of America being defined by the media. In 1960, John F. Kennedy, the youngest and only Catholic president, was elected, and he beat uh, the political establishment candidate, Richard Nixon. Kennedy's election was, uh, was a victory that was an obvious sign of a rebellion that was building in America. The youth challenge of authority grew, and by 1960, the crime rate was also increasing. There was new freedom, and that led to crimes going up. In 1960, the birth control pill was introduced, and that stirred great controversy. The pill gave women the power to control their childbearing decisions, which further encouraged women to join the workforce. The pill also removed the fear of a woman getting pregnant from casual sex. The moral right condemned birth control pills as a tool that would encourage young people to have sex. The controversy over the pill rivals the controversy in in more modern times over same-sex marriage. Many believed the pill would have a negative impact on society and that politicians were campaigning on the issue of banning the pill. Remember, there were politicians campaigning on the idea of banning same-sex marriage. It didn't work because it was unconstitutional. Some states actually passed laws banning the sale of birth control pills. That led the Supreme Court decision declaring that any ban on a birth control pill was unconstitutional. In the late 50s and early 60s, before the 1962 Supreme Court decision about school-led prayers, there were many powerful influences guiding the direction of America. So in 1962, the Supreme Court ruling about school-led prayers in public schools, um, it was unconstitutional under the First Amendment. And it, uh, it was all part of this, this turmoil that was defining America. A year later, the Supreme Court ruled that state laws banning the teaching of evolution were unconstitutional. So understand that there was a hell of a lot going on in this country before the 1962 Supreme Court decision about school-led prayers. The idea that removing prayers from public schools was the moment that America made a wrong turn was actually a moment that was just a, a small part of the general trends in society. Overwhelming confidence from economic prosperity, the challenging of authority, the rise in crime, the beginning of the sexual revolution, these were all true signs that America was changing. To blame what's wrong with America today on the removal of prayer from public schools is a convenient and overly simplistic reason for what has actually happened in America. And if removing prayers from public schools caused the problem, then the solution to the problem should simply be return prayers to public schools. Do you think that would really change things? Some might argue, well, it might change it. Well, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, the problem is, what prayer? And, and who's going to lead the prayer? And if you allow one religion, you have to allow other religions. That's a basic understanding of our Constitution. The belief that starting off a school day with a school-led prayer is a solution to America's problem is quite naive. It's not logical to think that this would change America. A school-led prayer is meaningless unless the concept of praying is taught and reinforced at home by parents and families. And with respect uh, for our Constitution, what prayer should start the day? A Catholic prayer? A Protestant prayer? A Jewish prayer, a Muslim prayer, a satanic prayer. If you allow one, you would have to allow others. 
But that really brings us back to the 1962 Supreme Court ruling that school-led prayers violated the First Amendment of the Constitution, addressing the idea that the government should not establish any religion. People believe what they want to believe. And it's difficult for people to change their minds about something that they have convinced themselves is true over the years. But what was happening in the late 50s and early 60s, before 1962 and that Supreme Court decision, these were the trends that were in play that really led to the direction of America. I think we have a great country. A lot of things are really good. But there are a lot of things that are not good. And there are a lot of things that need to change. But the removal of prayers from public schools was not the moment that changed America. It was a small part of many things that were dictating the direction of America. And this was happening right before the Supreme Court made that decision about school-led prayers. Sometimes we, we look for the simplest answer to a complicated problem. And for many, the simplest answer is, yeah, it's when they took God out of schools. Man, if, if, if that's your mantra, if that's what you want to believe, that's really simple. It's not true. It's not accurate. That was just part of a lot that was going on in America. And as a, as a baby boomer, I sensed those things going on. I mean, I was really young in the 50s and early 60s, but I had this sense of, of what was going on now that I can look back on, on, on those years. But I, I, I challenge all of us, not just today, but, you know, on this show on a regular basis, I, I try to challenge us, and I, including myself, I try to challenge us to, to see things for what they are, not for what we have been led to believe they are. Because everything that we were taught, everything that we've been told, everything that, that you have been conditioned to believe is not necessarily true. And this, this simplistic idea that, yeah, it's when they took God out of school. You know, that sounds really great. If you're a Christian, that sounds, you know, that sounds wonderful. It, 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 and it, uh, it certainly represents your side. And I'm a Christian, but I also respect other religions. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Art Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Let's go to Hammond and Irvin here on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot. Hey. Uh, you and I that have lived through the 50s and on to today know exactly when it changed. It was November 22nd. 1963. I, you know I, that I, I do agree with that. In fact, we're planning a show this year uh, on November 22nd mm. uh, because of what happened in 1963. That was when John F. Kennedy was assassinated. But right. that was 1963. And I still think that the, the, the things that were guiding America in the dire- direction that we have gone in, the sexual revolution had begun. There were other things going on um, other than um, schools, school-led prayers being removed from the schools. As far as a, a young generation, I, I think the, the assassination of uh, John Kennedy on November 22nd, 63, I think that was the birth, the subconscious birth of the baby boomer generation and the anti-establishment generation because there was a collective loss that young people had in faith in, in, in the establishment when the president was, was murdered in, in public in, in front of so many people. Well, there was a domino effect after that because we had the Vietnam War, 
the assassination of Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, Watergate. Yep. It just continued to tumble after that point. Uh, just for anybody that's younger than us, uh, you know, previous to that date, I think most of us had a uh, a feeling that the country was pristine. It was it was the country to be in. You know, we were the city on the hill, so to speak. And I think on that date, we lost our innocence. And, and things, again, after that, with the Vietnam War, uh, assassinations that occurred later in the decade, Watergate, we just continued to domino effect downward. Yeah, That's all I got to yeah, say. But- Irvin, I, I, I'm glad you called. Um, when I was getting ready for the show today, I thought um, this year, and I'm not sure what day November 22nd is, but if it's on a weekday or if it's on a weekend, we'll do it on a weekday. But I thought this year we would dedicate even more time because I, I mention it every year. But I thought this year, November 22nd or around November 22nd, we would dedicate more time on this show to really talking about the, the birth of the anti-establishment generation, the birth of the rebellious youth of the 60s, was born not when the Beatles arrived, three months before that, when Kennedy was assassinated. And I don't really hear a lot of talk about this in America, and I never have. And I bring it up every year because uh, from my standpoint of being a member of the boomer generation, and what I recall going through when, when I watched my parents deal and, and this country deal with the assassination of a president, I put all of that into... Uh, into perspective and, and realize that that was the moment that there was this collective um, this collective insecurity in young America, subconscious. And our parents didn't talk to us about the news the way parents talk to their kids about the news today. So we were left alone to f- try to figure it out in silence. People were not talking to us. Maybe, maybe, maybe a few people talked, but, you know, my parents didn't talk to us about that. And most parents didn't talk to their kids about about the news. But it affected us. We knew what was going on. We knew something had happened. And we lost lost faith in the establishment. When the president of the United States can be murdered in a parade in public like that, and, and this is the leader of the establishment, we as a generation collectively lost faith in, in the establishment. And so we were looking for reasons to rebel. We were looking for ways to rebel. And three months after that happened, boom, the Beatles arrived with a new look and a new sound, and everything changed. We'll talk more about that. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Terry code 504-260-1870. We'll get to uh, more of your comments um, coming up. And look, you know, we've been through a lot as a country, and, and we're going to get through this tough time we're going through right now. Let's just try to be rational about what we are talking about. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll come back on WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The blog that I wrote for our website and the Scoot on the Air Facebook page, it's on both of those places right now, is titled, Why I Hate Discussing Religion on My Talk Show. 
and you can still check that out. Um, it also is accompanied by a, a conversation we had yesterday with one of our regular callers about religion. And when I talk about religion on the show, it's, it's not a major part of our show, but it's part of our lives. I mean, r- religion, even if you're an atheist, it's, it's, it's part of your life. So you're either religious or you're not religious. Either way, it's part of your life. All I do is express my honest views about things, and, and we can disagree. And I can't tell you what to believe, and I'm not going to. But I do honestly share with you my views on things. And I'm a Christian, and I was um, baptized and confirmed Catholic when I was an adult, when I got married the first time. Just because I have some differences with the Catholic Church doesn't mean I'm not Catholic. Because there are a lot of Catholics that disagree with many things in the Catholic Church. There's a lot of hypocrisy. I still love the Mass. I enjoy going. So, again, it's all very personal. So I'm not, I'm not trying to push religion on the show, but quite often religion comes into our show because of the things that we talk about. Let's go to uh, Ian Hoke with some of your text messages. Uh, we have a text here from David in Mid-City. David says, I went to public schools and Catholic schools, and I taught for 30 years in both. And the idea that prayer in schools is somehow the deciding factor for a degradation of society is absurd. Trends in crime, literacy, wars, poverty, and longevity have all arced in a positive direction over the years. There are certainly peaks and valleys statistically, but this rhetoric is meant to be divisive. Prayers in schools are about control and not the love that Jesus taught. Boy, that is so, it, it's so true. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm here to remind you of the reality. And this is not an anti-Christian statement. It's a, it's a statement that, that I, I, I hope would influence Christians to do a better job of being Christians. Christians themselves have done a great job of destroying the image of Christianity in general because of their hypocrisy. And so Christians need to do a better job of leading a Christian life. And it's really hard to, uh, to use your Christianity, to use your religion, and, and, and then support um, physical violence, support even death. You know, as I mentioned yesterday, atheists, atheists are not, they're not the problem in this country. Most of the problems that are caused in this country are, are the result of religious people who in many cases use their religion to create the problem. Here's a text that says, uh, let's address the elephant in the room regarding societal decline. Statistics show that children do better in a two-parent home. When welfare began to reward unwed mothers with a bigger check with each additional baby, welfare helped wreck the black community. With fathers out of the picture, the children have more free time to get into mischief because mom is too busy working to supervise her kids. I'm white, but when my parents divorced, I was 11. Well, my older brother and I, mom worked nights and we ran rampant like little Viet Cong. Okay, very specific (laughs) reference, but okay. It's a miracle that neither of us ended up in a juvenile detention hall, so I know of what I speak. Well, you know, I understand that. And while there is some truth in, in what this texter is, uh, is saying, there are a lot of children that grew up with one parent. Either parents were divorced or a parent died. And there are single parents who do a great job with their kids. But they actually parent. So it's, it's it, yes, a father would be great to have in the household. 
or to at least have, if you're divorced, a father is important in the life of a, of a child. But there are a lot of single parents that, that, that do a great job. I would submit also, I, I don't necessarily agree with the assertion that the black community is a wreck, you know, just broadly speaking. And it's also, I think it's unfair to just blame everything on welfare. There's a lot of problems that have been foisted upon the black community. It's got nothing to do with them. The war on drugs, over incarceration, disinvestment in their yeah. communities and their schools. I mean, you can't just say that it's those are know, these government assistance programs that helped wreck the black community. Those That's are, not fair. Those are all legitimate things, and I, I would agree with you the black community is, is, is not wrecked. But the ammunition against all of that is personal accountability. Mm-hmm. That simple. And so often in, in some areas of our society, people have been given too many excuses for failing. It's not your fault. And I, I understand that those reasons may be real. But, you know, I didn't start off with um, a, a head start in, in, in life. And I, I know it's different. I'm not comparing myself to a, a young black person who grew up at the time that, that, that I grew up. But the ammunition against all of this is personal accountability and, and hope and the idea that you, you can be better and that nothing should hold you back regardless of who you are. I'll leave you with this one. The lack of school prayer is not the only thing that's made this country worse. It's the slippery stuff, the broken windows syndrome. You just keep letting one thing go, add on to the other thing, and then it adds up to one big thing, and here we are. Well, I agree with that, and that's why I, I, I talked about what I, I talked about here. I've mentioned these things on the show over, over the years, that uh, it's just it's, it's not fair to just be so simplistic as to say, yeah, it's when they took God out of schools. I, you know, if, if we don't understand the problem, we're never going to solve the problem. And if you've got people running around who, who don't know how to accurately assess the problem, if they think it's just this, this one main thing, and there are some people who believe that, then we're never going to get uh, the problem solved. But I do hate discussing this, and I go into detail in the, the blog that I wrote, which, again, is on our website, www.com. It's also on the Scoot on the Air uh, Facebook page. Hey, look, uh, let me remind you that uh, the Saints are going to play Detroit. That's the next home game for the Saints. It's Sunday, December 3rd. Yeah, the um, Saints are off this week, and then they play, and then they play Detroit December 3rd. So you can score two tickets to the Saints-Lions game, plus, and this is so awesome, a pair of VIP tailgate passes for the tailgate party from Bullseye Event Group. I've been to that many times. It is an awesome thing. It's a premium bar. There's buffet food and all kinds of food from award-winning chef Aaron May. It overlooks Champion Square. You can hear the music and walk over to the dome when you want to. It's not for everybody, but when you consider what you spend on concessions in the dome, you can have all of this stuff free at this uh, this tailgating party. And all you need to do is go to our website, www.com slash contest with an S and register to win and good luck. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, it was on this day in 1983 that this song was first released and you know I remember I was like a you know I was doing a morning show uh, DJ scoot in the morning and 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 this this new band came out culture club and I play this song for the first time on the air and I comment man this song is awesome and I love the reggae beat so you know yeah I was you know doing this stuff when these songs were released as, as, as singles but by 1983 we were starting to see real signs that music was changing. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. 
All right, we are going to have fun in the next hour. We're going to talk about the four-month-long Hollywood strike that is over and some of the projects that have been put on hold that are going to now be uh, in production. On the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line, someone asks, is it true that Scoot and Boy George used to exchange kimonos? You know, that is a rumor. It's not true. We used to exchange scarves. He had some really nice scarves, and sometimes we would exchange scarves. So I'm glad we put that rumor to rest. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. It's Wednesday afternoon. We'll be right back on WWL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.